0: listening to AW360, a podcast from Advertising Week. Recorded in studio and live at Advertising Week's global events, AW360 features thought leadership conversations with the best and the brightest in the advertising, marketing, and technologies industries each and every week. If you enjoy AW360, we'd appreciate it if you took the time to subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and maybe even leave a positive review. Thanks for listening. Rachel, welcome to the AW360 Podcast. I'm so pleased to have you on today.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: I'm excited to have you because this is a topic that we have not covered on this show and probably any of our podcasts to date so far. Um, we're going to talk about the weather, which is oddly exciting for me. Um, so you work for The Weather Company, who runs you know, the Weather Channel app, weather.com, etc. cetera. Um, You know, we're all familiar with the Weather Company and the app, but what can you tell us about your role?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, So I um, am the head of consumer product for the Weather Company. I oversee all of our consumer applications across our three consumer brands. So as you mentioned, the Weather Channel, Weather Underground, and Storm Radar, and I'm responsible for the experience strategy, the monetization strategy, and overall kind of how our consumers come to us, what they see when they get there and the experience and how they feel when they leave. Um, So that full end-to-end experience. And then also I'm really focused on creating a consumer experience that is really useful for marketers and makes sense to, um, to our marketers to be a part of because it's really contextual Um, And it really is a core part of a user's day. And so it is a wonderful place and a wonderful environment for me to be building really great user experiences for both our consumers and our advertisers.
0: Excellent. Well, you know, I'm suffering from a distinct lack of vitamin D right now because I'm based in the Pacific Northwest where, you know, it's gray, it's rainy, and it's going to remain so probably until next April or May. But I'm interested in how that affects consumer behavior. It's just not something I've given a lot of thought to. I know how it, it affects my sort of personal behavior, but in terms of how I would turn around and go shopping, for example, I'm really, I'm very clueless to how that works.
1: Yeah, so whether actually, as we refer to it, is the original influencer. Um, it influences everything that you think, you do, you buy, um, and the way you feel. And so what's really interesting as we start to unpack this is that um, consumers really are in tune with the weather and um, the decisions that they are making are often influenced by it. And you can think about it as kind of the kind of core day-to-day experiences, such as, you know, your commute. What time do you leave the house in the morning? What are you wearing when you leave the house? And what do you need to be prepared for throughout your day? But it also creates, um, you know, a real signal or a real influence in the way that consumers buy products, and so this is really where we have a very unique position with our advertisers because we lean into those moments where, um, you know, a really hot day actually may not be the best for driving ice cream sales. But a cold day because of the the insights that we have on our users actually is the better influencer for driving ice cream sales, as an example, um, because people are looking for comfort, right? So it's a little counterintuitive, but weather is really essential and a really strong signal in understanding user behavior because it really does influence our decisions and the things that we do.
0: That's a very interesting finding, and it makes me wonder why the local ice cream man is not driving his little truck around with that obnoxious music right now, as opposed to uh, the middle of July.
1: Yep. It wouldn't be in the summertime. It should be in the middle of winter when there's snow on the ground.
0: <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> um, so, you know, when, when thinking about marketing considerations, you know, for example, things like a marketer's growth strategy. How do they go about or how should they go about factoring in the well-being of you know their consumers in regard to the weather? how does that all sort of come together?
1: yeah so um we have placed um an even greater emphasis on driving uh, experiences around users well-being and this is because over the past few years we really have identified that um I don't know if it's a, a result of the pandemic or just generally as we mature as as a population, um, people are just more in tune with how they feel and how weather makes them feel. And I think there's, there's an understanding of a loose association of how weather ultimately impacts that. But where we come in is we allow... Um, or we create the spaces that allow users to really connect the dots and really learn more about weather's influence on how they feel. And all of that ultimately creates an even greater space for a marketer to be a part of um, those really moment, really pivotal moments in which users are, um, you know, thinking about their planning, what they need to do, whether it's taking allergy medicine or creating, um, better habits and driving different food choices, that impact is massive and it's pervasive. And that in itself lends, lends a really nice signal for, uh, marketers and helps drive ultimately, you know, weather in itself drives roughly like $13 billion in economic sales or e-commerce sales in the U.S. this year alone. And so it really is an impactful signal. And it's something that uh, we are leaning into and we are bringing our advertisers along with us on that journey.
0: That's really interesting. So, you know, just kind of going back to your previous example of ice cream in winter versus summer, what are some of the other findings you've had in terms of I don't want to call it general consumer behavior but things that may be surprising to you know a, a layperson like me <laughs> that hasn't been thinking about this you know i mean what is selling in summer Then, as example
1: as far as what are they buying i think there's a couple of different things that we have uncovered through a variety of different um client relationships that we've uh, um been working on So one in particular that I would um, call out is really a partnership that we did with Elf Cosmetics. And what we've identified there is that about 8 in 10 women change their beauty routine just based on the weather alone. And so you can think about the impact of seasonality. But, um, and some of it may feel obvious, but the reality is, is that it happens a lot more frequently and it happens based on a variety of different conditions, not just winter and summer, but there's also kind of intermediary um, seasonality and weather, weather states that help influence and drive that change of behavior for those consumers I think another area that I would call out is um you know as we've been undergoing our health and well-being effort um there are insights that we have gleaned around the impact of you know heat and humidity on its impact or, uh for against diabetes and the body's ability to really produce insulin. And so while this is not um you know a a specific CPG example, like the ice cream one, this one in particular shows that, um, whether again is influencing the behavior and in, in influencing the body's response, but then also driving, uh, the need for a purchase and, or a response and change of behavior from a, a user standpoint
0: you know you'd mentioned also that you know you think of and i and i love this this is this is great the, the weather really is the ultimate influencer how can brands and marketers then use weather to foster stronger consumer connections
1: yeah so weather is a very unique contextual and privacy friendly signal and it really aids in relevance and so weather at its core is a data signal um, helps really deliver on campaigns in a very unique way because it helps you know, ensure that a, a marketer is in front of the user in those right moments in the most contextual way. I think what it also does is it allows us as a brand to create user experiences that are also highly relevant um, and ensures that we are um, able to create these moments where we can bring in other signals, even beyond weather, whether it's health or travel or um, whatever it may be. But then also create very unique audiences on top of that. And so, you know, there's an experience component, there's a data component, and those all combine really help brands be more effective in targeting and really um making effective campaigns.
0: Yeah, you know, thinking back, I don't even know how many years, but before mobile, it feels like, you know, w- weather was something that we checked once a day. Now we get real-time updates and we can check it constantly. We can check it all around the world just from our phones and it's, you know, obviously very data driven, you know, and probably more all the time, I think. I mean, it feels like there has been a few revolutions in you know, sort of weather data that's available to us. How have you seen that evolve over time? And what is, has that impacted in turn, you know, having more and more data around the weather all over the place? Has that impacted how brands work with weather with consumers?
1: yeah so the proliferation of weather is a very interesting piece of what i do and really thinking about all the ways in which users are receiving that information today um it is everywhere right it is throughout our ecosystem it is on social network platforms um and that consumption behavior actually just pushes us to do more as a brand So the weather company is very specifically looking at the extensions of weather and other areas in which we play a role beyond just you know basic weather data, but also it encourages us to further our forecasting and our expertise are being applied to weather data and growing that modeling, making sure that we have again the most accurate forecast available but then also helping derive insights for marketers that will help inform their weather strategy and help inform a business's operations and help inform our consumers and the decisions that they need to make on a daily basis. And so, you know, that, that extension of weather data and that um, ability to consume it regularly throughout our day really is just kind of allowing us to level up and do more for our users and the market as a whole, um, and extend our influence even beyond, uh, you know, kind of the traditional needs.
0: Interesting. Well, let's look down the road a little bit, you know, let's call it one year five years. I'll let you pick, but what do you see the role of weather and then by extension, the weather company in the future of marketing and media and brands?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so, I'll take one year to start. So I think with the uh, deprecation of cookies and you know loss of signals, I think weather is gonna play an increasingly stronger role in helping deliver against campaigns and um, you know really the mission of the marketer but but beyond that, I think that um that the volatility and you know the changing weather landscape is gonna push everybody in the industry as a whole to really have weather at its core in how it's thinking about its operations, thinking about its business strategy. And so we are gonna be able to help the industry at large um, and really kind of taking a, a leadership role in taking that data and the intelligence and helping y- Helping brands understand the impact of weather on everything that they're doing and, and its influence on every consumer and every business across the world.
0: Amazing. Well, Rachel, this has been hugely interesting. And normally at this point in the show, I say if people wanted to find out more about, you know, in your case, the weather company, where would they go? But I feel like everybody already goes there anyway. Um, where would you direct them?
1: Weather.com is where I would have them go.
0: Excellent. Well, this has been most interesting. I appreciate you taking the time to be on the show today.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Thanks for listening to AW360. For more podcasts like this one, be sure to check out Advertising Week's ever-growing roster of podcasts for the advertising, marketing, and technology industries, including our flagship podcast, Great Minds. You can find those at www.advertisingweek.com slash podcasts.